This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. It's great to see you again. Have you ever wondered where wisdom comes from? (laughs) It's a strange thought, isn't it? Where's where's he going? So, uh, wisdom seems like one of those things that we, we should have, that we should desire, that we should aim for, and that maybe we go to other people to experience their wisdom. So what is wisdom? It's it's to do with knowledge combined with experience. I think that's what it is. Knowledge and experience. Hmm. Is it just that? Mm. It's also good judgment <laughs> that comes with the knowledge and the experience. Hmm. It doesn't feel like it's that easy to get. <laughs> It seems like it takes a while and it feels like you might have to go through some problems to get there. So mm, that's an interesting one. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. Well, it, it's interesting. When I look at my alpacas, some of them seem like they have wisdom. Do you, do you know what I mean? You look and it's their bearing. It's the it's the way they hold themselves. It's the the way they interact with others and the way they stand and stare at you. Who do you think you are? They, they've got knowledge and they've got experience and that, that sort of measure of wisdom. They, they just strike me, alpacas generally, strike me as animals with great wisdom. They have that inscrutable kind of what is going on in that head. I don't know, but I'm sure it's interesting and it's significant. And it feels like there's wisdom in there. That's one of the other side benefits, I think, of spending time with your alpacas, that you get to absorb. uh, Does it just kind of transfer? I'm not sure. Anyway, you get to watch. You get to become surrounded by alpaca wisdom. And I think that we can benefit from that. I think there are things about alpacas and the way they see the world and interact with the world that we can learn from. And there's an earlier episode, ages back now, that I did, which is called Be More Alpaca. There are things that we can do ourselves, which we actually learn from watching and being around our alpacas. So that's a good reason, again, to go spend some time. I know that comes at the end, but just encouraging you now to think about it. So the wisdom that comes from knowledge and experience which allows you to have good judgment. My aim with the podcast is to do various things, including entertain, and hopefully you enjoy the stories I tell of my girls, my boys, my alpacas here in the valley and the stuff that's going on. But it's also to try and help you as an owner, if you are an owner, to become more confident, to be able to face the new things that come up, the old things that return, and to step in and do your part 
of being a good owner and caring for your animals well. We do need to have confidence. Uh, We do need the knowledge. We do need the experience and that level of wisdom. But we also need the confidence to step in and be who we need to be. And that applies to life generally, I know. But here we go. Wisdom from your alpacas. Mm. So what are the kind of things that they can teach you? What are the kind of things that they seem to have? Well, they've relaxed, (laughs) generally. They get excited about the right kind of things, normally. Mm. We can too. We can be more relaxed and laid back. This is important, but it's not urgent. We don't need to panic. Unless the barn's on fire, we don't need to shout and run around and get all stressed. We can look at it as an issue rather than a problem. This is something that needs to be dealt with. Yes, this is not a problem. Oh, what's a problem? I've got to deal with a problem. No, it's an issue. How do you get to trim your alpaca's toenails? Going from where you are to where you want to be, that takes time. It takes practice. It takes thinking about putting yourself in a good situation and putting the alpacas in not a bad situation. Don't stress them. Give them a good experience so the next time round they go, oh, I remember this. Not desirable, but it wasn't terrible. So when we plan, when we approach things as issues to be dealt with, Maybe that's bringing some alpaca wisdom to bear. So it's things that we can do and we can do again. And I often say, stop before you have to stop. It's always good to finish on a win. And that little thing you did a little bit more, a little bit longer, maybe it went past a boundary that it would have been better <laughs> to have stopped before you reached. Ah, uh, Okay, now that's an experience that hopefully brings wisdom for the next time round. So we learn by making mistakes. It's inevitable. And hopefully, most of the time, these mistakes are not big mistakes, but they're just part of the learning process. Is that all right? Yeah, of course it is. I didn't get it right. No, of course you didn't. It's the first time you've done that. But if it's the 10th time you've done that and you're making the same mistake, then maybe you need to think about how to approach it differently. Learning from knowledge and experience, and then making good judgments. That sounds like a good thing to do, doesn't it? It sounds like a good thing to have, that that level of wisdom. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like more of that. There is a bit there, occasionally. Occasionally I shine brightly and have have my moment of wisdom, and it stands out, mainly because it's not always there. So how can we lean into that and become wiser more of the time. Something else alpacas do, they seem to be not often in a hurry. Yeah, okay. So here's where I am. Here's where I want to go to. How can I take some, no, I'm not talking about meandering leisurely steps that not really, a bit aimless. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about slow steps that says, okay, This is a process I'm going to build towards. This is something I'm going to step forward. What's what's the next little step I can take? Going back to trimming toenails, 
I like that as my example because it's a thing we tend to put off, but it's also something we get a bit stressed about. We don't need to stress about toenails. Most of the time, toenails are okay and we can get to them later. So it's not today's major, major problem, but it is an issue. We need to have animals that are happy and comfortable having their leg lifted, their foot lifted and examined because we need to to check them over. We need to check between the toes for um, injury or for those horrible smells. Oh, sometimes they do, don't they? Between the toes, smells awful. There's something going on there. It could be a fungal infection. It could be a, some other kind of infection. It could be um, evidence of mites. So there are things that we need to do in terms of handling the animals, lifting a foot and examining it, and then trimming the toenails. We need to do it simply, straightforwardly, quickly, with confidence. And we don't get there by doing it right the first time. Because if you get it right the first time, it's probably luck. Oh, I've been there, done that. Oh, that went easy. That was nice. Round to the next foot. Round to the one at the back. Oh, they don't like that one. This foot, they're really not happy with being lifted up and being examined. And by the way, you've already done three. This one, I don't want you to do. So, yeah. What what if you have to leave that last toenail undone <gasps> unfinished work well yeah no i'm not recommending it but i'm also not saying overdo the stress level to the point where they're not going to let you anywhere near them for weeks that's not going to help you it's not going to build that relationship with them knowledge experience and then good judgment it doesn't come overnight. We do take time to build those things. We do take those repetitions to build those things. And we can make those things part of what we're doing all the time. What if they can't stand you touching their feet or their leg? Well, how about you start and familiarize them with that sensation of a leg being touched and a leg being lifted and a foot being examined? But don't do it all at once. But, but, desensitize them so that it's okay feel the tension and release take the foot up and let them have it back they feel a bit unbalanced i'm sorry if i made you stand on one leg uh forced you to stand on one leg by what okay occasionally that happens doesn't it you get your welly stuck in the mud or it comes off and then you go oh no no no! i've got anywhere to put my foot down i need to get this this little Oh, I tell you what I get. It's not brambles. It's it's the the spines, the spiky bits from the gorse. Sometimes I get a bit, and it's a tiny little bit, but it's in my sock. And it's just poking in my foot. It's really, it feels like an enormous thing sticking in my foot. It's just a tiny little prickle thing. But I need to take my boot off, and I need to shake out the bits. And I need to remove that from the sock. And if it's wet and it's outside in the field, how do you do that without putting your foot down? Well, sometimes you can't, I know. But if you can find a way, but you, you're standing on one leg now, you're feeling unbalanced, you're feeling a bit insecure. Can you imagine how an alpaca feels when you pick up one of their legs? I'm sorry, I need that for standing on. Please let me have it back. So they do stand on three legs. You've seen them do it. They're having a little scratch. They, they balance themselves dead easily. But you take the foot and they're resisting what's going on, what is going on, what is going on. The things going through their mind. Give them that positive experience little by little. Let them feel you picking up the foot. And if they, you can feel in the leg that they're, they're leaning back, they, they're needing to put it down. 
then let them put it down. You can still hold on to it, but let it go back on the ground. So there's the question of, can they trust you? Initially, they have no experience. Over time, they have the experience that says this is okay. I did get all of my legs back again at the end of the day. And he didn't eat me and things like that. So this is a process and it leads in time for wisdom. So knowledge, there are things you need to know about. Experience, there are things that you need to do and get experience. And sometimes you need to ask others to help you get started with that. So it could be from the vet, it could be from other breeders, and it could be from the internet. Oh, be careful there, though. There's all kinds of stuff out there. So find a good source, something you can trust, and use that as your source of knowledge. And then do the stuff, get your experience. Learn how to make good decisions. Know when to stop, when to walk away. Do that one another day. Know when it's important. Know when it's urgent. So if there's a there's a situation you kind of go, mm, ah, oh, not sure. If it's one of those things that you need a vet to come and see, then you need to do that. And that's part of learning, getting the knowledge, getting the experience, being able to make those wise judgments. Because sometimes you can deal with it. Sometimes it can wait. But sometimes you need to get the vet. And they need to have a look. And then you'll use that experience as much as you can to learn, ask the questions, probe, clarify. What else could it be? What else could I have done? And those kind of things. Talk, get experience, but also get the knowledge that you can from the right sources. So that's my little wandering through the ideas that are prompted by looking at my alpacas and going, there's wisdom here. There's wisdom that's there that I can learn by watching. There's wisdom that they will teach me as I interact with them. So if you can, if you're able to, go spend some time with an alpaca. Let them teach you some wisdom, some alpaca wisdom, and be more alpaca. At least a bit. Take care. See you again soon. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.